0: Suburb Nation! Welcome! Welcome! (laughs) These voices are a little bit on the raspier side, not as beautiful and sweet as Janelle from the HR. Of course, she is not very loud. She's not um, on today's episode. She's out on the field mm-hmm. doing some field work. Not like a slave. Just Ooh. out here doing field work. <laughs> you know? No. No. This is the exact reason why MVP don't like you. <laughs> why we got to talk about... <laughs> so we going to start the show with that? We, we started the show with that? And we had a great weekend. Battle Club Pro in the building. Yep, we I, I went up against Simon Miller. We had a weigh-in on Friday. Shout out to big time. Yeah, 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 win the big one, of course, Mister Black referee. All right, Jabatir South with the W. It's with the W. Ooh, b- blur, blur. <laughs> you know, That's Cody Wayne, one. Cody Wayne. Remember, I called them <laughs> Cody Wayne yeah, Cody in the Wayne, building. Baby. Cody. Wayne. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are another. We are back for episode two fifty one. Damn, two fifty one. We got our. Engineer Suki in the building. Okay, dread dreadhead, long hair, don't care. Take mm. your bitch and he make like a this. sandwich. He'd be like this. He'd be like this. he be like, "Who? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, and he tall too. So you know he getting your girl. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he, he dark skin. And he, he dark skin. <laughs> <And> He funny. <laughs> and he funny. So he's dark skinned long hair." And he tall he's like he, skin too and funny and he's nice and he he has manners. He's taking all he's taking all our women. But anyways, um because my brother wanted to rudely bring this up. So we're gonna start the show off with um the ever-continuing saga of my fake beef with Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. So for people who are not aware. <laughs> A couple episodes ago, it was our Hateless episode. It came out I said I hated Shelton Benjamin, but it wasn't I hated the man Shelton Benjamin. It isn't like I hated the man, the father, the brother, the cousin, the person who picks up his check every month from WWE. I hated the wrestler. And it wasn't because I thought he was a bad wrestler. It's because I wanted more for Shelton Benjamin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, the clip went mini viral yeah (laughs) shout out to Vong Vong gang Vong in the building Mm -hmm. the clip went mini viral Mm -hmm. and I didn't think nothing of it thank you Vong for congratulations Mm -hmm. um and I'm continuing my days working on these mean streets out here I ain't no coke man but I'm out here on these streets (laughs) so we continue on weeks go by Mm -hmm. I wake up one morning tell the audience What time you wake up? Please. You know, three forty-five in the morning sometimes, but the, but usually it's like three a.m. I wake up in the morning. I wake up, wipe the crust on my eyes, and I look at my phone. Who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Hitting on my Instagram at three something in the morning, the crack of dawn, in. the colds by my eyes. It was Shelton Benjamin from the from the former Hurt business. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead, <laughs> Young Sheltie. Sheltie Lee. And for people, I'm continuing the story because we heard that on a couple episodes ago. Right, 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 young right. Sheltie left a comment. Mm-hmm. He left a very snarky comment, to say the least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Backhanded compliment, because mm-hmm. he's a smart guy, highly intelligent, highly intelligent brother. Mm-hmm. And he left the comment. But I understand that Shelton Benjamin works for the machine. Mm. The machine don't sound like that. Like, like a... Like a they gotta go... L- listen, shut up. I'm trying to tell this story. Fucking it up. You can just like a transformer. No, no, nigga. I'm sorry. We can't say that word. My bad. I owe you a dollar. Um, I'll cash app you a dollar. So, um, anyways. Mm-hmm. So the machine... He works for the machine, so he deleted the comment off the page from underneath the post. I continue my days working every night, every night and day. What's up, Gene? What up, Andre? Do you want more? So I continue my days on, and then I get another, I get, an, I get a boop, 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 boop. notification somebody has commented on your job or tears post. I go, oh, maybe it's one of our newer posts. No, it wasn't. It was the Shelton Benjamin post. Mm-hmm. Mia Yim commented on it. Mm-hmm. But Mia Yim is, you know, a black woman. Mm-hmm. One of her parents is black. She, mm-hmm. she got She's also Asian. But she hit me with a black person. Say less. No, she said bet. <laughs> and we all know what bet means. No matter what part of the region you're from. Where, America, wherever you're from where in America. From? Yeah. Bet it ain't something nice nah, most not. of the time. It means it's on site. Bet is say less. Bet is, oh, all right. Oh, that's how we moving? Okay, I got you when I see you. Bet is, okay, I got something for you. Uh-huh. Bet is when you outside with your mama and you a kid and you acting up and your mom looks at you and gives her that, gives you that look. Because when you get home, your ass is grass. <laughs> we already know what that look is, what bet means. So I said, Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen that that are listening, that are watching. I was shaking in my boots. <laughs> Cause where is she gonna go with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In my opinion, I thought I ruined the relationship between me and Yim and Battle Club Pro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought Janelle from the HR and Joe Kim were, were assed out. Whatever mm-hmm. booking me and him if she decides to leave WWE. Like Prince ass out. Prince ass out. Mm-hmm. Cheeks ass out. Chicklin, chicklin, chicklin', chicklin'. Bet. Is like as you come out the crib, I'm gonna be right by your side. <laughs> Jada kiss. Shout out to Jean, f- f- for G for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm about to call him Jean because I'm because like, I'm Haitian. Jean. But anyways, we we we, we move forward. Mm-hmm. Weeks have gone by. Weeks, weeks, mm-hmm. and then once again, three o'clock in the morning, the crack of dawn, and mm-hmm. wiping the crust out of my eyes, I get another notification. Don't read it. I'm just like, yo, what's going on here? Who just notified me? Who, who's, they? you know, it's telling me that somebody has commented on a post. It's and, there. and the OG commented. Mr. 305. Mr. 305 MVP commented on the post. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I got a straight up. It's on site message. Basically, it's on site. I got a verbal lashing from the OG MVP three hundred five. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna read to you what what was said because we family out here. We the nation. We job a nation, mm-hmm. and it's public, and it's public, and you can go on the on the post yeah. and see it. Now, before I get started, MVP wasn't wrong. MVP wasn't wrong at all because he's his brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. because he's going to take care of his brother. So if somebody comes at Mr. Black or Janelle from the HR, I'm gonna step into and say mm-hmm. something. So I'm gonna read it to you guys because this is a public comment mm-hmm. from the from the pages and the thumbs of MVP. This is some of the most ignorant shit I have ever heard. Ignant. I am generally shocked at the stupidity of this rant. This dude said he wants the best for all his people, but hates Shelton Benjamin? A man whose career didn't live up to his expectations? (laughs) A man whose career trajectory was decided by the higher ups and completely beyond his control. A man who's 20 years is still making a living in the wrestling industry. And I might I add that a man who has made more money doing what he loves than this idiot will in his entire life. What the fuck is wrong with him? He put WTF. He didn't curse. I am generally be- bewildered by this inconceivable level of idiocracy. I think this dude needs to see a therapist. I am serious. If he expands this much emotional energy, hating, <laughs> he put hating in all capital letters with quotations. So that takes extra work. It I takes want? extra work. Yeah, because yeah, you got to hold it. <laughs> One of the nicest and decorated men of color in the history of WWE, he needs professional help. Okay. So. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls who are listening, I saw this. I ain't gonna lie. I said, oh, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, I owe you two dollars. I just cursed again. I said, "Damn, mm-hmm. damn, mm-hmm. damn!" One more time, damn. damn. So I was like, "What do I do? Do I ignore this?" Because at the end of the day, this this that rant that I have was I was on my double entendre shit. <laughs> my hate was love. My hate was all about, I want better for you. But it came off the wrong way. Right, 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 right. And and then they took it out. It was hate towards him as the as the person. Mm-hmm. And it was never that. Yeah. So I slid into MVP's DMs, ladies and gentlemen. I slid up in it mm-hmm. like a slide. <laughs> the electric side, we got to keep it black right now. I slid into the DMs mm-hmm. uh, like a little kid. <laughs> who know he made a mistake mm-hmm. and had to go talk to the, to the OG. Mm-hmm. So I, I hit him. I said, hi there. And I'm not going to re- repeat what was said in the DMs because right, right, right. that's a private conversation. Mm-hmm. But I got another t- <laughs> another verbal lashing from MVP. Mm-hmm. And I expressed my point of view on the situation. And he said, I, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I think, and this is going to go into the, our, our battle club conversation, is I'll be forgetting that Jabba Tears is a solid platform. Right, 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 right. And sometimes I got to make sure I say things a certain way. Okay, so let's discuss that. This is how I view it. It's a sense of, I think the problem is we get grouped in with everyone else. We, I think, so. Hold on. I know what you, I, we get agree with everyone else because they don't understand that a lot of us, they don't know our pedigree, they don't know how we talk and how we separate the business from personal life. Because not one time we attacked Shelter Benjamin, the man. Not one time we attacked um, Vince McMahon as the man, Triple H, et cetera, et cetera. We always came at them what they do on screen because it's out there for the public. Of course, of course. But but this is this is what I learned from the MVP situation. Learned? Okay. Perception is reality. Even if it's just an image. Even if it's just... Just the wording I said. Okay. Even though I, my intentions were never that. Mm-hmm. Perception is reality. And I talk with so much passion and New York, Haitian... Right, 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 right. That it comes off the wrong way. It does. And I never meant anything disrespectful to Shelton Benjamin. You didn't. But I also understand... The power that you have. You got to be careful what you say. Yeah, but I also understand where MVP was coming from. And why Shelton felt the type of way. Because... Because when you see the clip... Right. Even if you just read the headline, it says, Sir Wilkins hates Shelton Benjamin. And that's my brother's fault, by the way, guys. What? I asked you what to put... You said, put that... You should have told me no. Listen, we're podcasting here. You should have told me no when Shelton said nah. When, when, when Shelton Shelton, I said, but we'll start because hate Shelton Benjamin. I just podcasting here, gentlemen. We were potted. We were potted. But that's what it is. So, so to close it out mm-hmm. real quick, I got no beef with Shelton Benjamin. No. I don't, I don't hate Shelton Benjamin. Okay. My critique is to the character that Shelton Benjamin plays on TV. Mm-hmm. It's never towards him as a man. hmm Now, I did DM Shelton Benjamin, and rightfully so, he's looked at and ignored me. Rightfully so. But at least you know that how that you reached out. You did your part. I, I reached out to Shelton Benjamin, and I, and I, for the most part, I apologized. Like, yo, my bad. I, it wasn't my intention to disrespect you. That's it. That's the only thing you could do. Because out of respect for him, out of respect to all the black wrestlers that wrestled, mm-hmm. I had a, I had to reach out to him. So it, it, there was no, there was no hate towards each so other. So Nets have his conversation. What is the proper way to critique a black wrestler then? Because before you answer that, because I feel like even outside of it is we can't critique, critique. Oh, you can't say that because you put in two. No, people- I, so oh, so no 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 no. I just want. I, I don't mean to cut you off. My apologies. I said, "Hate, hate's hey, a strong word." See, see what I did there, guys? Because he was about to go off. He was about to shoot the ratchet out, and I and I said, "Oh, put the gun down, put the gun down." So, it's so it's the it's, it's it's not. But but we're all raised. It's not what you say. It's how you say. It. It's how you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And between the two of us, we always got in trouble throughout our whole life because we talk a lot of passion. Yeah, because because we some real ninjas out here. Real real ninjas, B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 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 you know, you know you know the vibes. Pretty much. Pretty much. That was, so, 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 so that was it. So once again, Shelton Benjamin, I'm looking at the camera right now. Shelton Benjamin, I ain't got no beef with you. I understand why MVP came at me, because that's your brother. I understand why me and Yim came at me, because that's your sister. My intention is never to disrespect you. I got love for you, dogs, and you're probably going to ignore this. You're probably going to think I'm a sucker, but it's okay. It's okay for you to feel the way you felt because this is your art. This is your life. So when somebody talks about you, you're going to feel a type of way. But once again, I ain't got no beef with you, dogs. It's all love here. I just want the best for you. I, I wish you were bigger, but we good here. And hopefully you good on the other side. So we're going to move on. Yeah, 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 Next subject, Battle Club Pro. Simon Miller. Simon Miller asked. versus Sir Wilkins. So we're going to break kayfabe right now at a good-ass time. Yo, we're back-to-back Ws. How did they? Back-to-back Ws, B. Back-to-back Ws. Back-to-back. Ba- back-to-back. Back-to-back. We are so back-to-back how did it feel when you ran out there? Dogs. It's like, I, a lot of people don't probably don't know <laughs> War Machine Wilkes. I like that nickname. I like that nickname, War Machine Wilkes. <laughs> but, honestly, it felt like we was kids again. And like, it felt like that we playing in the backyard. Because we went, think about it, we watched a ton of wrestling. We played a ton of video games. We saw a ton of matches. And like, we wrestled in Legends. Yeah, come on, V. Come on. So it's just like, it all just came back full circle. You understand? Each time we do something together, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, you're hearing all the kids. Yo, shout out to the wrestling club. Shout out to Mr. Perry with the fly Alphas B. Fly Guy Perry, B. New nickname alert, Fly Guy Perry. If you know Mr. Perry, you know the wrestling club, let me get a year out there. We fuck with them hard. But... It just felt realistic. It just felt like full circle. And to me, it felt great. It's just like, yo, these are kids who look like us. We're doing this. Imagine when to reach our age. How far can it take this? That, and so I hated the match and I loved the match. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it wasn't a technical masterpiece that I thought it was. I loved him. it. You know what's crazy? You know when you... When we talk about being entertained and we and we know too much about wrestling. That's the problem at at our our point of life right now, where we're at, where Janelle's at, where you are at, where I'm at as a podcast, we know too much. Mm -hmm. So there's a point where the enjoyment is. Somewhat sucked out of it. Because mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. Huh? <laughs> I didn't watch it. I don't watch back b- matches, matches at ref. I don't watch that crap back. I don't. Not crap, but I never watch them back because it's hard to watch it back. Because i could critique it too much. Yeah, we critique everything. Yeah. So, shout out to Yaya, shout out to Nick Shin after I threw him down on the floor. <laughs> he came to the back, shout so out to Faye Jackson they was like that shit was trash oh <laughs> uh, another dollar <laughs> they was like that shit was trash mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> but, they are workers, but they're all workers though but that's the thing mm-hmm. so then our mother yeah, yeah. watched the match like six times Yeah, excited every time she watched because she recorded it did she saw anybody there? huh? She showed people her job and everything. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you. Why are you showing this? What did she say? She's like, this is great. <laughs> Our sister was just like, yo. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. <laughs> yo, bad videos. You saw a stand-up. Yo, yeah, yeah. I got edge of my seat the entire time. But it was fairly entertaining. But what? But, but that's the crazy part about it. Yeah. How wrestling has gone. Granted, that's the bare basics, it wasn't that great, but wrestling has gone so far away from basic stuff to super high flying stuff because now people are super athletic. Like look at the NBA. The NBA is a good example of, of where we add at- athleticism with the new with the with, with this new look at the Nemesis match. That's the um Dad's battle club equivalent to the Cruiseway title, right? Yeah. My my home, you know, you know Harvey, right? Yeah, Harvey went there, right? He said, "Yo, they was doing backflips, all that. I couldn't believe none of this. It was amazing, son. Yeah, because the t- the the level of of athleticism that wrestlers have now is out of this world, and from many different shapes. Like the fact that Yaya can jump over the rope the way he does." Can do that dive the way he does is amazing it's a di- it's we're in a different era of wrestling right and so um i like but I almost cried I've said this on other podcasts, but I'll say it here I literally almost cried in the ring, yeah, we all did yeah. I was dead ass. I, I couldn't cry because I, I got to be the tough guy right now. But I almost cried in the ring. I had a moment where I was like, yo, damn. We did this. It, it was like we all are part of this. People are chanting our jobber tears. Yeah. She must saying all is well. People I know who don't even watch wrestling came out for that. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give a special shout out to Simon too. Like, that dude. First of all, he's a vet. I didn't know he was this much of a vet. Yeah, three hundred matches are under his belt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Simon is like a lot of people don't understand like how he's in on screen is how he really is. In yeah, he's like the nicest person ever. Yeah. Like every, it's one of those people like you deserve all the success that you get. And you could tell that he did a lot of work within himself. Yeah, like, like he done the work. Yeah, but it's like I've there's. I had it's like a good amount of people we, I can say like yo, any success that you get, you deserve it because you're such a nice person. He's very nice. He's very humble. He's, humble as hell. Yeah, yeah. So little backstage shit. I told us on his other podcast. Um, we're about to go out. Yeah. And I tell him I was like yo, I don't. We're gonna the crowd's gonna be 50-50. 50. Mm-hmm. He said, no, it's not. This is your hometown. I said, nah, it's gonna be 50 50. It's all gonna be you. Mm-hmm. Or it's gonna be me, like half and half. They might even, they might not even cheer for me. He said, no. He said, no, brother. This is gonna be all you. It was all me. It yeah. was all us. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man, it's just like shout out to Joe Kim. Shout out to Joe Kim. Like, shout out to um, everybody at Battle Club Pro. Shout out to the students at Fallout Shelter who helped out. Um, shout out to everybody. Like, one thing I got to say is just like, like a lot of people don't understand. Like, the one thing that doing this podcast helped me understand is the concept of, you, like, you can't do this alone. You, you can't, you can't. Social media would teach you that, oh, I'm self made, this, that, or third. There's no such thing as self made. Let me explain to you. We are interdependent on each other. Coming from New York, if nobody goes to continent today, we won't have energy. And nobody go to the sanitation; nobody will have clean streets. If nobody goes to the gas station, nobody will have gas. Mm-hmm. You see how we enter with that? We how much we need each other. Of course. And then it—the biggest life lesson I learned is when it comes to this life—is what you put out is what you put inside of you. Yeah. And you are the master, yo. You are the master of you. Yeah. When you saw Logan Paul. Listen to this wild scenario. You only hear this in movies and video games. I'm famous off the internet. I'm fighting a wrestler in Saudi Arabia in the main event for two titles. Don't that sound like a movie plot? Yeah, it sounds amazing. And don't that told you that right now? Like, So what's the difference between us and Logan Paul and everyone else with groups? We, Nothing. It, it, it's, it's, we did it and... It's something that I'm super proud of what we did. Exactly. So speaking of groups, let's talk about the bloodline being the greatest faction of all time. I've said this numerous oh, times. Oh. Y'all y'all need to just accept this. This storyline, this faction is the greatest faction of all time. Well, a lot of people say that you are just saying this because you're part of the moment. But the thing about it, it hasn't proven me wrong. With you, right? Mm. Has it proven? No, no, no. No. Everybody's saying the bloodline is great. And we have to see it play out. Bro, it's been two years. Like I said last episode, it survived different eras of the company. It's been two years. And it evolves over years. Literally, it was just... Listen to this. It was just Roman, poor Heyman, going against his cousin. For how many pay-per-views? That made events at pay-per-views. Mind you. It wasn't that you get the, inter- the, 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 the instant reaction that we have right now. There was no, there was no live crowds. So basically, they was just say, yo, if we do good, we do good. If we don't, you don't. Don't forget that. And they were still getting reactions when the crowd comes back. This man fought Brock Lesnar a billion and one times during the time during the bloodline. And each time he went out, it was amazing. Like, come on, dogs! Like, you cannot – yo, you cannot – Everything you're right. This is this is one of the greatest storylines because I can look at DX storylines. A lot of them was not that great compared to the Bloodline storylines, NWO storyline. They didn't have a lot of great storylines either. But I think the biggest thing is not the storylines; it's the fact that it's one storyline, and it's interwoven consistently yeah. with the thing because you know. The Wolfpack had this storyline and then they kind of break up. Then they had, like, Hogan versus somebody else. And then they had something else over here. Blah, 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 blah. And then they had this and this had this. Everybody's involved. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's involved in the storylines with the bloodline. Like, it's legit a family thing with Sammy. But a lot of people said that Sammy... Some people disagree that like Sammy... She never join the bloodline. But that's what. Mi- that makes no sense. So let me ask you a question. Do you think adding Sammy added more life to the storyline? Yes. Because it goes back to what I said earlier. This is an outsider who's become family. Can you trust them? Because we can, most of the time, we can deal with family. Yeah, yeah. But who's going to turn our backs on them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sa- adding Sammy yeah. is was the most masterful shit I've seen. Oh, another dollar, because I cursed again. Mm-hmm. It's the most masterful stuff that we've seen. This is masterpiece theater at its finest. Mm-hmm. That segment was fire. It was. Mm-hmm. Like, it was everything we we, we we wanted. Yo, Sammy about to took that. He's like, yo, if I get shot, get shot. He went, Jay Grott? Grab- Ooh, no, no. And you show... Cl- Ooh! Jay, I saw... We, we, there, was, there was like this, this meme going around. Jay for supporting cast. C- come on. Come M- on. Supporting actor. Come on. Come on. Come it, it, on, it, it, it's, it's, it's. Listen, this is... Somebody said... Um, Ralph said, Sammy's been cool with the Usos since NXT. Yeah. And it's the truth. Yeah. This is strong on top of storyline. This, yeah. this is the best thing happening. Now, let's talk about, somebody put it here, somebody said, Triple H hates women's wrestling. You know what? That's matter of fact, that's about the whole industry. Let's have an honest conversation. And I'm going off what, they go off what the fan wants, right? Do you think the fans, who are mostly dominating my men, like women wrestling? No. Why, But But... But one of the biggest reasons why things have been going better is because they've had more women's matches. Okay, to give more, more, talented divas—not, I mean women—chances to wrestle. Okay, that's number one. Number two, it gives some. It gives representation. Okay, I don't think so. To answer the question, I don't think Triple H hates women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think it was just. Timing was off. Timing was off with the bloodline, with the bloodline, with the bloodline part. And that match, that steel cage match, shouldn't have been on on, on, on Raw. That was a pay-per-view match. And the thing about it, I like the fact that they cut it short like that. Yeah, because you didn't expect it. We didn't expect it. And then we could have another match at Royal Rumble or even Mania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or you could probably just push it to elimination chamber. Even better, even better. You could only have like Becky and her her squad versus their squad one last time. Or hey, let me get let me get um let me get some of these four horsewomen and four horsewomen to prove your guys wrong. Exactly. Think Th- about it. Who's left? Charlotte. Dang, Sasha left. Listen. They have enough talent on. They have enough talent on that roster to, to, to pull something off. I like what they because this is the first time and, and they can put Bianca in there. This, this this is this is the first time damage control look cool to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. First time in a while, like damage a control D- D- because of the circumstances, and they had to like cut the show, sh- cut that part short. It made Damage Control look better. Because it made them look like a bunch of scumbags and a dominating... I said, I meant... Okay. Damage Control. Let me rephrase that. Because that segment was cut short. Mm -hmm. They made Damage Control look dominating. Like a real heel faction. But what's wrong with the the, the word scumbag? And, no, I, no, I just wanted to say it this way. Oh, but like I said, they like that that segment being cut short. Damage control looked like they're about to take over the the place, and they looked scary. They look scary. They look angry. They look like very rebellious. They look believable. So it did fit the theme of Raw Thirty. It did. So I have to agree with you. I think I have to agree with you. That segment getting cut short did more good for Damage Control. They did more good. That segment getting cut short did more good for damage control than it did bad for it. Yes, because now you're like, what's gonna happen next? Exactly, exactly. Now with women not being shouted out, I can see that. Okay. Not of women being being talked about on the show. Okay. And listen, I'm not a woman, so I, I really, I didn't see the flaws in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the biggest women's wrestling fan ever. I thought it was not... They should have shown more, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like the bells were even tight about it because they weren't talked about. But then you also got to understand when it comes to this stuff... Hold on. When it comes to this stuff, half the time, if you're not with the company anymore, they don't don't mess with you no more. That's the thing. that's, That's the thing about... About this, Thank you. Triple H cut that instead of that lame segment he had with, with DX. I didn't mind the segment with DX. I didn't mind it. They could have cut it a little short. They could have cut. It, they could have cut it shorter. But Damn, my elbows are ashy. Dang. But you you know your elbows are ashy Dang. for people who are watching. His elbows are ashy. But it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because y'all liked it. Y'all talked about it. Everything like that. But again, it's just, like you said, if you look at the nuance from it, instead of just being a creature of the moment, really look step back, look at it, you want to see what's going to happen next. Because it wasn't like, they didn't do it in a bad way. It wasn't lame. They injured the girl, and they went against the rules. And the commentary, say, well, oh my gosh, it's supposed to be no DQ, blah, blah, blah. But the bell never rang for for the match to start. Exactly. That's the key detail right there. The match never started. Mm-hmm. So but it like i said it made them look stronger Strong. they stayed on top of the cage and everything like that boo take it away you know what it is to go back what we said earlier if you don't know if somebody's just watching it, just to watch it they're going to be like oh man what's going to happen next it left it on a cliffhanger what's the next thing adam pierce um clipping the clipping the, the come on son. that i liked it i liked exactly. it a lot exactly. i liked it a lot um royal rumble this weekend janelle's going to be covering on her big four episode. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to? I mean, <laughs> I have no expectation for it. I'm looking forward for the whole event. And you know why? Let me. I'm be very honest. I've been thinking about this for a while. And this might be the last time from here to WrestleMania that it's a WWE-owned WWE. Because you don't know what's going to happen next year. It might be on my Disney. It might be on my another company. So what we're seeing right now might be the last of pure WWE wrestling. Mm. So this is why I have no expectation for it, none of that. My only expectation is entertain me. So this is why when it came to more of the storylines, I'm not as Nick picky at it. You understand? I'm not like really just like critiquing so much. I understand that, yo, this man got to do the best way he can the few months he have. Listen. I just need Cody Lil Wayne X to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I just need, once again, Cody Lil Wayne X to win the Royal this Rumble. This actually really does feel like the NBA playoffs right now. Say that. Well, why do you say that? Because when you think about it, every year we go to watch the NBA playoffs, right? Yes. You may have... Oh, Boston's gonna win this year, or this person's gonna win this year. There's a lot of more certain, all right? There's so many different elements to it until it gets last down to the last two teams. Like, oh, who gonna last two? First time W in a while, this feels like the playoffs. You have so many different people, some expectations. Of course, you have the favorite, but they be like, nah, Seth could win it. Nah, Bobby couldn't win it. Ah, I could see Big E coming out. There's so many different variables of this to this. So it really feels like a playoffs. This Rory Rumble for like the NBA playoffs. Mm. So many different variable variations, different uh, favorites. Yeah, dark horses. Yeah. Who's your dark horse to win? Ah, uh, my super dark. Like, dang. Um, Austin Theory. That's like the dark, dark, dark horse because I know uh, he's like he don't get his. But how much can more you get mad? Matter of fact. Someone said this. A coworker said this to me. He said, you know what would be cool? If both Sammy and Cody wins. Double elimination. What if just Sammy wins? Variables! Oh, what if Kevin Owens wins? Come on! Come on! My dark horse is Kevin Owens. The last could be Sammy and Kevin Owens? And then come on! That's really going to push his loyalty. Everyone thinks... Hey, Sammy Lloyd, he's gonna be testing in that Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns match. What if it's not? What if it's tested? What if Roman said, "I may pass this test, your final test, of Royal Rumble." Come on! It's once again, the Bloodline is the greatest faction of all time. This goes back to what you said. It's, it's integrated to every part of WWE. Yo, it's the great. You have the, you have one of the biggest stars on, on, on your on there. Everybody's doing fire stuff. It, it, it's just been so unexpected it's just been it's just been masterpiece theater baby they're the warriors it, it's a dynasty it's a dynasty because now you got these other little groups you understand the brawling brutes Yeah, dang the brawling brutes fail let me see what imperial could do against them you understand Oh, the hurt bridges come back let me see the hurt bridges come back together and go shout them. to her shout to mvp and shout to benjamin yes yes yes, 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 yes. Shouts to them you understand you, you don't know you don't know or Brock might come back for revenge. You know what? It might be the um Bray Wyatt and his boys versus the the um 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 versus the the the, um, the bloodline. You don't know. Yeah, you really don't. You really because, don't because because of them being so dominant, it forced you to watch it each and every week. Shout out to WWE. You know why? I shout out to them. Monday rewarded all of us from being a fan for that long. Mm. It gave us a pat on the back like, thank you, thank you. Because for everybody who watched, he was like, "Yep, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that." So, like I said earlier, these might be the last nine days of WWE wrestling owned by WWE. That's true. And how they dying now is very honorable. So let's talk a little bit about AEW Dynamite. Okay, um, that was an emotional episode. It was, and I want to give a special shout out to Tony Khan, who fought, who fought. To have Briscoe on television to wrestle yeah. for his brother, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like Jimmy was 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 on there. Not only that, but had a tribute to him. Yeah, they had they had a whole tribute for it. It 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 it, it was it was sad. Mm-hmm. It was sad to see that because mm-hmm. I I was recording and I couldn't um. Watch it. Mm. I couldn't watch it. So, like, like Mark seeing Mark on there wrestle for his brother. I said Jimmy the first time. My bad, guys. Mm. Like seeing Mark wrestle for his brother meant a lot because I, I watched it after. Mm. I didn't watch it. In, I didn't watch it in the moment. Mm. And shout out to Tony Khan for for getting Mark to be able to wrestle on there. Like He had supposed he had to really push back. With, with um, Warner Brothers. But my thing is this. Like I said before, like, it shouldn't be a pushback. Like, the whole community forgave them for comments he said, long ago. Like, it wasn't common. He didn't touch no kids. He had a stellar record. That's, it shouldn't have even been a fight for them in the first place. But it is it, it, it is what it is at this point. We can't go back and change time. But, like, Jay Lee, though, about to cry in the ring. Yeah and And that's the beauty about wrestling, like it's the emotion behind it, Mhm, you know what I mean mm. it's the the emotion behind it all, like damn, like we fought wars. And and it was his birthday too. And it was Jay's birthday. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. how it made it even even more like crazy. Yeah, yeah. What do what you think about the show in general outside of um the Jay Briscoe tribute? Oh yeah, that don't count part of the show. Um, it was good. And the one thing I always said is this: like everybody try to separate wrestling for um, sports entertainment, but it's all intertwined. It's the, it's, it's it's the it's same, the same thing. It's same the same thing. thing. Like every second was good. Like one thing I give them props. Is the camera work?
1: It's getting I don't better. know.
0: Again, shout out to that guy that they picked up from WWE that was supposed to be the next Kevin Dunn. I mean, what's the name? Kevin Dunn, right? Yeah. Next Kevin Dunn. This man had up the presentation. The cameras look great. The backstage seminars are great. And it just feels like a better overall polished product. And the backstage was great. And from a storyline that kind of didn't have much legs, when you add the element to like, yo. You could be a dad to them, but not us. Yeah. You supposed to be on a road with us, not with them. That was. A oh, I'm loving that. The whole come on, like you made it funny, but then how would evolution of the storyline got better? But that's but that's the thing. Now they're working. Now, yo, yeah, we gotta give them props. Acclaimed is over as as hell. They over. They over. Acclaim is over as hell. But the guns, you gotta give them credit. One thing I give guns credit is they got better on the mic. They always they. There was good in the ring, but I but they think got it's But, but I ring. think it's because <laughs> they're listening to their father. They're listening to that veteran presence that's around them. So we're gonna end. This is a short episode this week because we because we gotta make way for the ladies in the studio. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for supporting the Jobber Tears podcast. Three years, right? It's more than that. I think it's like four. Yeah, I was like 29, 28. Yeah, so it's like it's been f- solid four years, going on five years of us doing this. Um, you guys really showed out this past weekend. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for supporting us on everything that we all three of us do. And we truly do appreciate it. Do. And we will be signing off. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you. Thank you, thank you. You say a little something too. I was gonna say, you know, um, hashtag black excellence, hashtag we are out. It's gonna be a good day, y'all. Oh, I'm still live. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. You know how the rappers doing the videos? They be like, they be dancing. Y'all be dancing like this. Like, they be like dancing, listen to sad music. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all, 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 yeah, all you you got to get the fans to tank.